Let's go, Port City Production Podcast. My name is Carson. I'm so glad that you are listening to this episode today. Uh, it's a story episode, and these episodes are really designed around hearing the story of people on our team. We believe that every story matters. We believe that behind every person is really just an incredible journey uh, of faith and of just of life in general uh, that's so fun to get to know and it helps us really get to know the people on our team. And today we are sitting with uh, one of our staff members, actually, Dylan Manship. He's our student ministries production coordinator. And sitting with us today is Jacob Grossman, Hey-o. longtime production intern. This is probably your third year. Uh, I think fourth. Third or fourth year interning. Uh, so he's helping host today, helping drive questions uh, to make Dylan really nervous here on the podcast. Dylan, how does it feel? It feels great. Uh, so this is my first time ever on a podcast. And so on I, a podcast, not just the production on podcast. any podcast in the world, unless I don't know about it. And so if it's out there, someone please give me rights to it. <laughs> um, but no, this is great. I'm Dylan Manship. Um, and I am the student ministries production coordinator here at Port City Community Church. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, so you introduced yourself to us a little bit. Why don't you tell us about your family? Um, I am married to Carly, and we have a one-year-old baby named Jack, Jack Marshall Manship, and he has just now started to walk. Uh, it's just about the cutest thing in the entire world. <laughs> um, we live about a mile down the road from my parents, uh, and then my brother lives downtown Wilmington, and my sister lives in Asheville. And so we're North Carolina through and through, um, born in Davie County, North Carolina, and uh, grew up there. Fun fact, I've moved about 32 times in my childhood, but all within the same county. I never moved schools. What? Yeah, my mom. Is that a real number? Yes, real number. My mom just really enjoyed moving. She did interior decorating, and so whenever she was done with the house, she would just twiddle her thumbs and sell it and move on. That and sounds so fun. Yeah. <laughs> but all within Davie County. And so then graduated from uh, Davie County High School and went to UNC Chapel Hill. Uh, graduated from there and spent about 10 years in Chapel Hill where me and my wife, uh, I met her in college. Uh, we started dating in Chapel Hill, got married here in Wilmington, but while living in Chapel Hill, and then uh, one thing led to another. We're now Wilmington, Wilmingtonians. I feel like everybody's a transplant here except Carson. Um, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but, Carson, were you born here? I was not. I was not. I was wow. born in Florida. So I guess I am the only person at this table. Yep. I feel like the only person in Wilmington. It seems as if everyone has moved here from somewhere else. Well, yeah, I guess I don't disagree with that. I never really realized that, though, until recently, I feel like, mm-hmm. that people people are not born here very often. I know a handful of people that are born here, and that's it. A handful. Yeah. So, Dylan, what did you do before coming to work at the church? Um, after college, I worked at Honda Power Equipment, and they make all the lawnmowers and small engines for the world. I was in purchasing, which is the opposite of sales. So it's all the negotiation of prices, uh, make sure the deliveries get in on time, um, cost down on how the parts are made, things of that nature. And um, then out of after Honda Power Equipment, I own my own wedding venue. Me and my wife 
had a barn and some land there in Chapel Hill, turned it into a wedding venue, and we did that for about four or five years, and it turned into a pretty popular spot to get married on the weekends, and uh, we really loved and enjoyed doing that, um, but we, like I said, my family has moved here from Davie County, and we just were separated from family, and so we decided to sell it and move in closer uh, to be around uh, my family before our first son was born, and so now we're all here. We're the last ones to move to Wilmington, but now we're surrounded by all of uh, the free babysitting we can ever ask for, which is great. <laughs> Close proximity to family. I, I love that. I, when I when I inevitably have kids, I'm so glad that I have family in town because I feel like that makes it so much easier. <laughs> it's very helpful. I grew up, so all of my family's from Davie County, like I mentioned, and we grew up going to my grandma's house for lunch every Sunday. And it wasn't just a couple people. It was a table of, you know, 15 people in the main dining room. And then you had the kids table, which is always just a standard card table. Everybody, mm, everybody know. knows. Yeah. The kids table is always terrible. It's just a little rickety thing they put in the corner, but we, we should have had better tables, I think. Well, you know what Jesus said, the last shall be first. So let's just remember that. There you go. The, right. the kids table unite. Let's go. <laughs> You, I mean, I think that's so like a good point though, because when you're when you're young and you sit at that card table, you feel so small and mm-hmm. insignificant. And the table's small, the chairs are small. The my food plate was big, but <laughs> I feel yeah, just like you're your second best. And then you have to like put the table up. Oh yeah, the they end. always make you do the, it. The adult table doesn't have to go in the closet, Mm-mm. right? But the kids' table does. Hey, but it makes you stronger afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. To the point that we're now talking about it years later on a podcast. <laughs> uh, so I love the story when we think back to last year, you coming on staff. You came on staff a month out of Jack being born. Mm-hmm. And then Jack was born. COVID hit. A week later, COVID, the lock, COVID lockdown happened. And You've had the weirdest first year, I yes, would imagine, ever. I had, within my first month, I had paternity leave, COVID leave, <laughs> uh, change of roles because nobody was coming into the building anymore and I was trying to learn a position a technical position in production without any prior technical knowledge to a into a strange strange situation yeah. um and so it was very different uh but I was just surrounded by a, a big team here at Port City with the interns the staff and everybody who helped hold my hand along the way to get us through where we were and moving forward into, you know, what I hope to grow and to become as a good production uh, coordinator for the student ministries department, which stopped or kind of stopped meeting uh, in person over the COVID, but is now back in session. And uh, so we're picking up on that pretty heavy now. I remember the days in the middle of quarantine, I would come down to Studio 3 on Wednesday nights and y'all would be doing Tsunami Live on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I remember y'all had a tripod that held the phone with a ring light around the phone. And then you would do things like on the backside of the phone. And then y'all would have to switch the camera (laughs) (laughs) with your thumb and then like grab the tripod and like move it across the room for worship. Uh, I remember those days, and it, I remember thinking, "This is what Dylan thinks production is," <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's not. 
And you forgot to mention the tripod was a standard camera tripod, which has the screw coming out the top that I had a little tiny selfie stick mounted to Mm -hmm. on a, uh, just a piece of cardboard that I drilled the hole into to make a nice platform. And so that is what our production iPhone (laughs) tripod was here at the church. But man, it worked. It did. Innovation. Innovation. I love it. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your role here at the church. You've talked about that you do production for student ministries, but I think that's a perfect segue. Tell us about what your day-to-day is like and what your team is like. So what our vision at Port City Community Church is we have uh, two ministries that I'm a part of. It's called Tsunami and Ripple Effect. Tsunami being our middle school, Ripple Effect being our high school. And uh, we have tsunami on wednesdays ripple effect on sundays that is a full one hour program which consists of typically a game a welcome announcements uh worship and the message and then they break off into small groups and so my role and responsibility for student ministries is to empower our students who want to be a part of production to become volunteers to learn the technical roles and responsibilities needed to create a nice and smooth night for the actual program. Uh, My role is to schedule them out, get them trained in whatever field they are, they desire to be in, and then uh, conduct rehearsal prior to the event so that the night flows well and that the production elements uh, create nice, smooth transitions, create wonderful worship environment, as well as um, driving the the message home from the speakers of the night. That's good. I love watching you interact with especially some of our middle school volunteers. They are so excited to do production and run a computer, and you match their enthusiasm and take it to another level. And it is so fun to see. We have so good at that. Nick Workentine on our uh, staff here, and he has a sixth grader who I've got uh, to teach in production. And he said, Dylan, you know, sixth grade is just a strange, you know, year in his life. How did you connect with him? Like, whenever he goes home, all he talks about is Dylan this and production that. <laughs> and how did you do that? And I said, honestly, it was easy. I just hit him with a pool noodle a lot and then let him, you know, run around, chase me around and whack me with a pool noodle too. And we became instant friends. There you go. So, That's all you got to do. Get a pool noodle. Pool, pool noodle. Multiple pool noodles is better. Multiple. Yeah. Multiple. <laughs> Two or three in each hand. Yes. <laughs> that was our team night. We had a production team night and we were like, what are we going to do with sixth graders for an hour and a half? And you were like, well, I'll just make a game for them at the end of the night. And, mm-hmm. On our Instagram, there's still a picture. If you scroll back and you find that that post from Team Night, you can see Dylan destroying some kids <laughs> with pool noodles. That's right. They don't get out of line anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> they love production. <laughs> they do. Uh, that's so sick. I got to be at Tsunami last week, and it was awesome just to see how smoothly you're kind of keeping everything together. Uh, so that was awesome. And there was a new volunteer that was just like so excited to be there. And mm-hmm. so that was, that was really cool to be a part of. Uh, I do have one last big question for you. If you could go back five years from now, what is one thing you would tell yourself? Five years from now would be 2016. And uh, honestly, I 
the standard answer is cryptocurrency because we are right now <laughs> in the peak and boy would it have been nice to go back and tell me to invest in that um but uh for life knowledge i think it's that's back when i was owning my own business and starting it from the ground up and i was go 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 fully invested in that and i think to go back and tell myself to slow down and read more and just spend more time not watching TVs and vegging out at the end of the day, but to actually think about what's, you know, going into your mind and to sit down and read, whether it be a book, a novel, a magazine, anything, but just instead of spending so much time on TV to do it more in a book. That's good. That is good. Wow. I think that, that would be a, a pretty close answer to mine too, uh, th- especially the cryptocurrency. I never think about that. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's it, insane. You can't think about that too much. No. <laughs> you miss all the shots you don't take, though. Uh, so I have uh, a final question for you as well. So if somebody is like, "I want to make Dylan's day," like they're like, "I want to put a smile on Dylan's face," and they were going to bring you something, like a coffee or an ice cream, what would it be? Something practical. I love practical gifts. My wife, not so much. Uh, but I think about things and anything to make my day easier, to make it more efficient. Um, one of the best things my wife has ever gotten me is early on in our relationship, and she got me a toothpaste squeezer so you put it on the end of your toothpaste and it, <laughs> at the very end you know you you look at it and you're like man i could get about 15 more brushes out of this but i just can't <laughs> squeeze it out there's a device and it's a little piece of plastic you put it all and it just squeezes the rest of it out and those little practical gifts make my day Okay. <laughs> okay. Or a chocolate chip cookie. Okay. 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 Go, 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 go. I, I'm saying for all of our loyal podcast listeners, if they want to make your day, they can bring you a chocolate chip cookie. Yes. They're probably not going to buy you a toothpaste squisher outer thingy. They could. Well, <laughs> you can never have too many. Yeah. Why From didn't I think of, of it? That? Yeah. What a perfect invention. I yeah. was thinking about that the other day, actually. Like, how could I get the rest of this out? Mm-hmm. All right, Dylan, thanks for sharing your story. Is there any closing thoughts that you have for? for the podcast. Um, I just appreciate everybody taking their time listening. And uh, if they want to help volunteer or learn any more in the production and especially in student ministry role and how that can adapt to uh, middle schoolers or high schoolers, please feel free to reach out and we'll um, be sure to have a separate conversation. Yeah, I love that. I, I definitely agree with that. If this podcast has led you to going, oh, I want to be involved with our team, I definitely would encourage you to hit us on Instagram or hit us on our website, portcityproduction.org. Uh, there are so many different easy ways that you can get involved. And I just, I just agree so much with this whole idea that we've been talking about today, uh, that when it comes to student ministry production, when it comes to all different areas of production, anybody can be involved. And Dylan, you That's have right. done such a great job over the past year stepping into a staff role, uh, not having any technical experience, but really just stepping in with a heart to learn and a heart to grow. And I just really admire you for that. And I'm just really grateful uh, for you and the role that you play on our team. And we're just so grateful for you who have listened today. 
uh, today has just been really encouraging to me, and I hope that it just helps you get to know Dylan a little bit more. If you don't know Dylan, uh, you should definitely say hey to him next time that you see him, and maybe even bring him a chocolate chip cookie. You know, like I, I think that that could make his day. I think it would right. make him smile. Uh, so don't forget, if you haven't hit subscribed yet, hit subscribe yet. You definitely should, uh, because we are dropping content a lot over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we might be taking a break for the summer. You'll hear more about that in a future podcast episode. Uh, but there's still a lot of really, really great content on the horizon. Uh, by talking to some of our interns, hearing about how their experience was and really looking ahead to all that God has for us in the coming year around Port City Productions. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you back here on the podcast really, really soon.